Enraged, he would often yell at her, slam doors, and throw things. The more I questioned her, the clearer the picture became. Here was a woman trying desperately to figure out how to please a husband who was often angry and intimidating, as well as charming. Nancy said she often fell asleep long after he did, with his cruel words stinging in her ears. During the day, she had fits of crying for no apparent reason. It was at Jeff's insistence that Nancy had quit her job when they married. Now she felt incapable of returning to her career. As she described it, Now I wouldn't even have the nerve to go on an interview, much less a buying trip. I don't feel like I could make the decisions anymore because I've lost confidence in myself. Jeff made all the decisions in their marriage. He insisted on total control of every aspect of their life together. He oversaw all spending, selected the people with whom they socialized, and even made decisions about what Nancy should do while he was at work. He derided her for any opinion she had that differed from his, and he yelled at her, even in public, whenever he was displeased. Any deviation on her part from the course he had set for them resulted in a hideous scene. I told Nancy we had a lot of work to do, but I assured her she would begin to feel less overwhelmed. I told her we would take a hard look at her relationship with Jeff and that the self-confidence she thought she'd lost was not really gone, only misplaced. Together, we would get it back again. When she left that first session, she felt a little steadier and less lost, but I began to feel shaky. Nancy's story had hit me very hard. I knew that, as a therapist, my reactions to a client were important tools. I make emotional connections with the people I work with, which helps me understand more quickly how they are feeling. But this was something else. After Nancy left my office, I felt very uncomfortable. This was not the first time a woman had come to see me with this type of problem, nor was it the first time I had reacted so strongly. I could no longer deny that what was affecting me was the fact that Nancy's situation was too close to my own. On the outside, I appeared confident, fulfilled, a woman who truly had it all. All day long at my office, at the hospital, and the clinic where I practiced, I worked with people to help them find confidence and a renewed sense of their own strength. But at home, it was another story. My husband, like Nancy's, was charming, sexy, and romantic, and I had fallen madly in love with him almost immediately after we met. But I soon discovered that he had a great deal of anger inside him, and that he had the power to make me feel small, inadequate, and off-balance. He insisted on being in control of everything I did, believed, and felt. The Susan, who was a therapist, could say to Nancy, Your husband's behavior doesn't sound loving. In fact, it sounds as if there's a lot of psychological abuse going on. But what was I saying to myself? The Susan, who went home at night, twisted herself into a pretzel, trying to keep her husband from yelling at her. That Susan kept telling herself that he was a wonderful man, that he was exciting to be with, and that therefore, if something went wrong, it must be her fault. Over the next months, I looked more closely at what was going on both in my own marriage and in the relationships of my clients who appeared to be in similar situations. What was really happening here? What were the patterns? 
Although it was the women who usually sought my help, it was the behavior of the men that claimed my attention. As their partners described them, they were often charming and even loving, but they were able to switch to cruel, critical, and insulting behavior on a moment's notice. Their behavior covered a wide spectrum, from obvious intimidation and threats to more subtle, covert attacks, which took the form of constant put-downs or erosive criticism. Whatever the style, the results were the same. The man gained control by grinding the woman down. These men also refused to take any responsibility for how their attacks made their partners feel. Instead, they blamed their wives or lovers for any and every unpleasant event. I knew from my experience in working with couples that every marriage has two sides. However, it's easy for therapists to over-identify with the client when we only hear one side of the story. Certainly, each partner.